So today on Astro Zero Twitter Spaces, we're going to welcome our very special guest who is currently working at DreamWorks Animation and now doing his own NFT project with the upcoming metaverse. We have Dr. Grimey. So welcome to our spaces. And uh, if you could let our people in the community here know a little bit about your project and yourself and your background and what you have in store for us. Absolutely. Yeah, may I just start with just thanking, uh, thank you guys for having me. Um, here at the Grimy Labs, Twitter Spaces have been our meat and potatoes as far as getting out there. The uh, the communities on Twitter have been phenomenal. Just jumping in there, giving your elevator pitch, and then going into some other spaces and just talking and hanging out had just been like a huge, just just a new world for us as far as far as uh, marketing and reaching out to our community. So this is just another one on 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 the table as far as like highlights for us. Um, cause we've never done an AMA. Uh, this is our first, so thank you so much for having us. And, um, yeah, I'll get started on our background, essentially our roadmap of how we all started. Um, we started, uh, it's a group of four of us. Um, we all work in the same department at DreamWorks right now. Um, and we're all actually on the same movie as a matter of fact. Um, and we all met in 2014 on a movie called big hero six at Disney animation. Uh, we, Back then in 2014, we were already mustering up this idea for a short film. We didn't know what it was going to be at the time, but within a, within about a year and a half, we were already designing Dr. Grimey and modeling him uh, hard poly in Maya for the people who mess around with Cinema 4D and Blender. We actually hard uh, modeled this in Maya, um, every every prop and character. Um, so we slowly produced, uh, we're building assets, building production, um, writing out the script for Dr. Grammys between 2014 and 2016, which is when I went out to Connecticut to Blue Sky before Disney bought Fox and closed them down. And we had a bit of a lull and things were slowing down. And um, that's when things clicked and we all jumped ship from our individual companies at the time and all went to DreamWorks, which just seemed like the most you know, serendipitous moment of our career yet, because we were all, all very close and very good friends professionally and out of the office. Um, but the real um, knocker was the, the, the pandemic, frankly. We were all full-time at DreamWorks, but had all this time to kind of talk and Zoom with each other and really enhance this story and enhance, you know, the, the look of Dr. Grimey um, on a day-to-day -day basis, frankly. We didn't have to be look over our shoulder you know, and try to like get, get work done at home. So we just steamrolled through this short film. Um, and we're now over 50%. We're about 65% done with the short film. Um, and we were talking with our buddies. We, at this time, it was around the middle of the pandemic, maybe 2020, uh, late 2020, talking with a bunch of buddies in the Dizzy Dragons game. Um, and they're an amazing NFT. You guys should check out Dizzy Dragons. Um, you, where you can kind of like put dragons together and make even better dragons. And the, it's like an 8-bit art uh, kind of vibe. And they're lovely. And we had a couple beers with my friends who were already investing in them. Um, and we, the second we left that dinner, uh, we knew that we were sitting on something that had so much more potential. Um, we essentially had all the assets ready to go. We had model, texture, lit, um, the, the grimy labs, along with uh, Dr. Grimy himself and the assistant Grummy, who's essentially our Igor, um, this kind of odd looking, uh, pug, um, in an Igor robe. 
And we realized if we reverse engineer this while we're progressing in the production of the short film, we can chop this up and have our have build a community where they can own a sh like in individual shots of our short film. And uh, that's what got us so, so excited. That's what really blew up our idea. And, and we almost I think we made, we had an Instagram account within a, a week or two and a Twitter account within a week or two. And things were just connecting. I, I'm not going to say like, you know, the follows were coming in and everything. It was a very slow start and still is. We're only about five to six weeks into this, which is wild because it feels like years, frankly. Um, so now that we're basically in the mindset of we are doing, we're diving into NFTs. We chopped up, we decided at which shots would be at what price range. And um, we were only on OpenSea and OpenSea just wasn't clicking for us. And, and lo and behold, we're in a very productive, awesome, friendly space just like this where somebody was a fan of ours and gave us, blessed us with a foundation invite. Um, after that, we released our very first shot of the film. It's a um, slow push in, uh, posting down a stair the staircase uh, to push into Grummy, the assistant who's preparing the lab, and uh, sold that within 24 hours. There was a three-bid bidding war, and we just got so excited, and we immediately hit the ground running. Um, and that's what made us think about um, other lanes that we can hop in. Because, you know, pr pr like doing production on an animated, even an sh animated short film, this is like less than a three-minute short film. This is just like the introduction to Dr. Grimey. And there's going to be a series of many, many short films in the future. Um, but this short film has, you know, we started thinking about it in 2014. We didn't start production, but uh, you know, till a couple of years after. And it's been about a four-year journey of like producing assets and truly like really animating and storyboarding and like getting it into a like making it a reality and um and we didn't want to sell ourselves short but we knew if we started big with no community and just started selling our shots of our short film at a high price we're not going to reach everybody like our dream is to really be a brand and um and see like those those fans of the of you know those dr grimy fam like using dr grimy uh as their profile picture and you know, really using, you know, the the work that we did as a community and not just a high end asset that's only available to a certain type of collector. So um, after that, we kind of cascaded into a thought bubble of a brainstorm, so to speak, of what we could do to reach out to more people. So now at this point, we're doing um, basically um, a commemoration to if anybody remembers animation cells. So when you were watching like Lion King and the gold is Disney. It essentially was a matte painting with a celluloid clear piece of paper that the animators would draw on frame by frame. Um, so we're doing our own little version of that and commemorating moments in, uh, in, the, in the adventures of Dr. Grimey, taking those iconic scenes from the film, giving them a really dope frame and a first edition GIF uh, stamp on the bottom right corner and doing a one of 20 uh, limited edition, um, one time only for this short film. There won't be any more of these until our, the Dr. Grimey part two comes out, which is already in production. We're, we already have a script written. Um, and those are a one of 20 set that we've uh, put up on OpenSea for show. Um, we're just waiting until we get a good handful, like maybe eight or nine ready to all put out at the same time. So keep an eye out for that on OpenSea. The animation, the animation clips, the scenes of the animation of the film, Dr. Grimey, are on foundation. And then we have our third pillar, 
uh, which we're most excited about. I think this is going to be the most fun for us because it's really, truly brainstorming and in the, in the most fun way possible. It's basically an approach um, in the way of crypto punks or apes, except we are messing with the multiverse of Dr. Grimey. Um, this is going to be a one of 200 collection of collectible cards, persona cards of alternate realities of Dr. Grimey. We're going to have 420 Dr. Grimey uh, smoking a plasma spliff um, with red eyes and maybe like some dreadlocks or something. And then we got hipster Dr. Grimey um, sipping on a cosmic oat milk latte with a little man bun. And then we got Santa Grimey coming up in this uh, in a couple weeks for December. And we're just going to have fun with it. We're gonna, we have 200 um, already made up and we're modeling these right now, texturing and lighting. And we're going to be able to collect these one by one and a set of 200. And, uh, and those are just going to be a fun way to kind of interact and own part of the grimy, uh, the grimy labs, um, without, you know, shelling out for the actual animation animated short film, which is our like prized possession that we're most, that's our baby, you know? So, um, yeah, that's the, basically our, you know, our story. And um, as far as our future goes, um, we already have the next short film lined up. Uh, we're going to be using some of the same assets, a little bit of the Grimy Labs as well. So it's going to be a quicker process. You know, it's not, we're not starting from scratch. We have this world established. So we're, you know, we're going to hit the ground running on the second film. And that's going to be a whole new adventure. And we're hoping even people that don't invest in the NFTs, kind of just treat us like a little Dr. Grimey Netflix. Just like, you know, check us out on Foundation just to see the preview of our NFT. See, it's like essentially like an episodic release. So um, I hope you enjoy in all the ways possible. Um, and I, uh, yeah, I hope you guys can take part in one of the three pillars that, we're, that we offer. And um, we're just looking forward to the future, man. We're just so excited. And these five weeks have been honestly like life-changing. Like we, we, have, we've, we haven't had this much fun as artists in a while because it's really just like our baby it's not a you know a production at dreamworks with a you know a group of five six hundred artists making one movie over the you know the timeline of you know two three years this is a very like personal project to us and we're just excited man yeah so is dreamworks aware of your project with dr grammy or is this just something that you guys are keeping to yourself no, they are. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like I've, I've heard, I've personally heard of like horror stories of like, oh my God, like if you copy, um, if they, they, you know, once you get to one of these big companies, they own everything. And, um, I was actually, even before Dr. Grammy started, when I started at DreamWorks around 2019, 2018, um, they give you an opportunity to write a synopsis of any scripts you're writing and put those on record. Um, for something that, you know, you, you, they'd be happy to give you time, not only allow you to make, but give you time off to make. Um, they love giving you gap pay when, when, you know, things are light and not busy, which has come and gone many times over the pandemic where I've had time to just essentially use uh, paid, you know, vacation days and extra gap pay, which is additional days. Um, because they just want, they, they love hearing their artists being creative in their spare time. Um, so yeah, they are aware. Um, and we also made aware of, of uh, we made Disney aware as well that we started while we were there and we did, we did the same treatment for them. And um, yeah, that's not um, an issue at all, but I totally understand the question. It's not the first time we've heard that. And uh, yeah, we're taking every precautionary step that we need to do. Very cool. How does the thought process work when you're doing animation, especially with it being three-dimensional? Do you go and you, you 
do like a, a hand drawing on like a whiteboard or on some sort of uh, piece of paper and then translate it into a three-dimensional animation? Or is it something that you just start um, as far as like the three-dimensional animation? Do you have a template? I'm curious how, how it starts. I understand like other types of art, but I don't really understand the animated like three-dimensional art form, how, it, how, you, how you just brainstorm and you're like, this is what we're making today. Oh, yeah. I mean, you weren't far off at all, man. Um, yeah. So we basically hit the pen into the paper to to get us going. Um, we actually had seven, like, really fleshed out versions of vastly different Dr. Grimey's. Um, one with, like, our, our, our second choice, our, you know, our second choice was actually this um, stubby, short, like, George Costanza type looking guy with two glass spheres coming out of his head. And each glass sphere had a floating brain in it. And, uh, and we just had so much fun uh, drawing up these sketches and fleshing them out. But we didn't want to start into in 3D and Autodesk Maya until we really fell in love with an idea and knew that it had not only appeal, but was going to be fun to animate, that had that overlap, that secondary action. Um, and that's when we landed on Dr. Grimey after probably a good year of sketching out it just in Photoshop with a Wacom tablet um, and just in black and white, not even coloring yet. And realized that Dr. Grant, this Dr. Grammy that you see now is was meant to be. And uh, because of the wobbling head, the long uh, spherical head, because the skinny limbs, we can get great silhouettes. They're readable. That's like, you know, our rules of animation that we try to stay, you know, near and dear to our like to our hearts when we're in production, because we don't want to we want to use, you know, our knowledge and our, our education that we use every day. We're all uh, have Bachelor of Fine Arts degrees in animation. So we go through it just like it was any other project we'd be doing. So, yes, um, you're absolutely right. We started from sketches we uh, until we were married to one th design that we loved. And then we brought it into Maya where we hard um, modeled it poly by poly and created, you know, versions of the head and then body and messed with and then and then took, you know, the. Uh, variations a little uh, deeper into more detail once it was modeled because once it's modeled you can kind of stretch and skew things and and see how it is in real time rather than having to erase and redraw so once we had a good um, blueprint of Dr. Grimey we hit we hit Audust Maya hard modeled it and then from hard modeling we kind of just went crazy and improved it even more from there um, after you hard model um, you skin it um, which is like basically UV skinning it UV is like um, basically like skinning a cat, I think is where the phrase came from originally, uh, where you take the geometry, the typology of each polygon in the model and stretch it out and put it into Photoshop. And then, and then you draw the, um, texture upon that. So, um, essentially if I were to want to texture something in 3d, it'd be a lot harder, um, unless you're like, you're in something like ZBrush or something. So once it becomes flat, that's when we can get into like the veins and the moles and the bl the blemishes on the nose and stuff. And then once we have a texture, we do some lighting tests in the environment, see how it reacts to light. Um, that's when we want to use some blends, uh, which are different kinds of textures, um, make sure that sheen is right in certain spots. We want his skin to be blotchy in cer certain areas where it would naturally be oily on his cheeks and his face. Um, and also want to, att to attract the reflection of the light to where the audience needs to see, which is, you know, the face that we work so hard on. Um, and that's really, you know, the step, the A to Z right there from building Dr. Grimey. I hope that made, <laughs> I hope that made sense. I know I used a lot of uh, animation language there. No, it totally makes sense. Do, do you have a whole storyline already written out for the character, or is this something that you're kind of going from animation to animation with? 
Uh, we will eventually be going into it that way, like maybe like um, weekly or monthly skits once we're very comfortable with. Uh oh, I think we're losing you, or I'm getting lost. No, I, I can still hear you. All right. I think Dr. Grimey's dropping. Let me send him a quick message. All right, so we'll just wait a minute for him to come back. I hear some noise, but I don't know. Are you there, Dustin? Yeah, I'm here. It sounds like there's a tunnel or something. I can't really hear. Can you hear me, Dr. You want me to try to mute him and then unmute him, maybe? Yeah, we could give it a shot. Can you try talking again, Dr. Grimey? I don't hear you. Um, can you leave and come back? Or let me try to drop you down and bring you back up real quick. Yep, that that was Jack Dorsey getting his revenge for stepping. <laughs> oh man, I've been reading about all that this morning, dude. Yeah, man. All right, so um, let me go back to my questions and see. Oh, so the storyline—that's uh, that's where we kind of lost. Yeah, out. completely. Yeah, I, I don't know if I broke out or something, but yeah, it's the first the first Doctor Grimy film entitled Doctor Grimy, self-titled first film, is completely written out. It's uh, basically like eighty percent done in animation, ninety percent done in lighting. Uh, we're we're uh, touching up the renders as they're coming out because there's, you know, tessellation issues, blurring issues. Uh, that's a long process, but um, we're ready to, to release a bunch of more shots before the holidays hit. Like we've been taking it very slow only because not because we're slow in production, but because we're very slow in learning. We want to take our time learning the, the momentum and the ebbs and flows of having an NFT community, you know? So we're kind of testing the waters here and there, but we're ready to release like half the film, like tonight if we wanted to. But we're trying to build hype. We're not trying to spoil the film also by releasing an NFT of a scene that happens late in the film. But yes, by all means, the first Dr. Grammy film is completely written, almost almost completely done. Uh, the second film script has a phenomenal first, uh, first pass. And we're going to be taking... Um, maybe like a week or two weeks off in between short films and getting right uh, started on that, that part two of Dr. Grimey and his journeys right after that. So um, yeah, there's gonna be very little breaks in the Grimey lives. What's the length of the films that you're producing? Um, so in animation, it may sound surprising to some, you know, uh, cinema folks out here, but animation is a tough, is it's a, it's a cruel mistress to do with a small team of four people right now. So um, short, I mean, 
animated feature films with hundreds of people, I'm talking like five, 600 people, take two, three years to make. Uh, we're doing a two-minute short film. Um, I'd say from this, this one, this first one that's breaking the ice of the Dr. Grimey world is probably misleading because we started so long ago. This second one, there's no, there's a lot less character design, a lot less um, lighting design, uh, lab design as well, texturing. Like we already know where we're going. So this, this first film, if you really wanted to start from like the first design of Dr. Grimey, it could have been like four and a half to five years ago when we first were like brainstorming this. But we're thinking that the timeline of our second film are, is going to be a quarter, maybe a third, maybe a third of that of that uh, of that uh, roadmap of, of a timeline. Uh, just because we have we already have everything going. We have Dr. Grimey modeled, textured, rigged, ready to animate. We're going to pop in a new scientist, spoiler alert, and uh, get some uh, rivalries going. And um, and yeah, so the next film is going to take vastly less time. But this one, it, if you're asking how long this Dr. Grimey film, it was, um, yeah, probably within the four to five year range just because it was building that world. But now that we have that world, um, we can hit the ground running on part two. So, I mean, I don't really know a whole, whole lot about Dr. Grimey, but he does look like almost a villain. Is he a villain or an antihero or have you not decided this yet? Oh yeah, it's decided. He he's definitely like um like a lovable villain. Um in a world of much more dangerous villains, so to speak. Um it's almost like when you're watching like the Joker, like you're kind of like rooting for him a little bit. Um he's he's born in a world with no heroes. There are no heroes. Everyone's grimy and evil and it's just that is the just the vibe of his world. Um so so we're just uh, making having fun making him goofy and clumsy. And making him like almost like an underdog to um, other other scientists in his world, and uh, he's going to be somebody you're going to you're going to want to root for for sure. That's pretty cool. I like the fact that there's no heroes. I, I think that kind of adds like a, a almost like a comedic element to it because he does look goofy, and it kind of looks <laughs> like he's going to try to like uh, outperform the other. At least this is what I get from looking at him. He's going to try to be smarter than the other villains, but he's going to fail miserably. And that, that's just what I get from looking at him because he looks pretty whacked out. Oh man, you're 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 pretty good, man. You'll see, you'll see. Keep in touch with that uh, with those uh, scene by scene releases, and uh, you'll figure out what kind of as we as as we reveal his personality. It's going to be really fun to see what people think. We can't wait. So you're eventually going to be incorporating metaverse into this, right? Um, we we definitely we're already in talks with multiple people who um use like you know Unity and even pay for play. Like we're even looking into that. But right now, as of as of today, we are just an art asset. Um, we are here for the NFT fans who are fans of storytelling, fans of animation, fans of film, um, fans of character design and cartoons and anime and steampunk. Those are all like the references references that we want our audience to love and adore like us. That's why we're commemorating the animation cell line. Um, but right now, uh, we're, we want to pace ourselves. Our first priority is to put the storyline at number one and, and keep people excited, keep people, you know, engaged in the story. And once we have, you know, a hook and a real following that we're comfortable with um, putting the extra time and, and, and most importantly, funds into making it a, a true metaverse and making games and worlds with him that, you, that are interactable, we want to get a couple short films, maybe two to four. 
uh, before um, we really delve into another dimension, so to speak, of Dr. Grimey. Do you or any of the other team members collect NFTs or did you just all kind of start getting into this space? It's just me, actually. I'm so I'm the lead. I'm the director, character designer, lead animator. I'm doing a lot of the heavy lifting. And um, I decided, you know, since because I'm at the helm and I do, I'm a little more engaged on social media. I took, you know, the reins on this Dr. Grammy. I'm actually even doing Dr. Grammy's voice in the short film. Um, so as far as that goes, um, that was the reason why I'm at the helm of all the social media and communication. And I also happen to be one of the the biggest NFT and cryptocurrency collectors in the bunch of us. So it's kind of like a perfect fit for me. Um, but they just have fun learning. I'm, I'm teaching them as we go on. Um, we're big on like, you know, having like, you know, a couple drinks over the weekend and talking crypto here and there. And um, we're building, we're, I'm slowly bringing them into, you know, the crypto and um, NFT world. But right now they are just pure artists. And it's for the storyline and the story making and character design and development. And um, and as we move on, you know, they'll definitely be more engaged, I'm sure. Now I see like in the NFT space, a lot of it at the moment, it's generative art, it's pixel art, um, some photography. But the two prior, I think, kind of dominates the uh the entire space for the most part. Do you feel that you guys kind of have an upper hand right now that you're using like high-end animation in order to um, get into the NFT space as opposed to generative projects? Because um, you pretty much are doing something that I haven't seen before. That's a great question. I think that was a lot of uh, early Twitter spaces that we joined, uh, this came up. And um, so when we had those beers talking with our Dizzy Dragons boys um, and, you know, kind of them teaching us about, you know, all the all the potential that NFT brings, which later became, you know, our 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 bridge into deciding that Dr. Grammy was perfect for NFTs. Our first impression was that, wow, like what's going on? Like, you know, there's crypto punks, there's, you know, there you can point out any you can just com combine any like magical adjective with any animal with like mystical horses. They're probably one of those out there. And we're just looking at it and we're looking at, you know, the production of Dr. Grimy and realizing like, yeah, we, we might have a like a little bit of a of a lead of getting people's attention who are fans of um, animated art and film. Um, but that was not the impression when we dove in and really started digging into the NFT communities. It really doesn't matter at the end of the day how, what kind of quality or kind of style your work is. This is an artist's landscape. Like it is owned and ruled by artists. There is no judgment. It is all in the eye of the beholder. There is out there you can find a fan of anything. And um, it is and is no bigger of a realization when four people who are working for DreamWorks Animation and spent four plus years getting their bachelor's degree in computer animation um, come into a landscape where the most successful NFTs are 8-bit, um, which just opened to our eye, opened our eyes that like it's it was a humbling realization that like we need to kind of respect our elders and learn from them. That's where we came up with the Dr. Grammy multiverse, the collectible one of 200 set. Um, and we are essentially just learning from them um, rather than, you know, competing because, you know, the pie is big for big enough for all of us. And we've uh, although we, we really do um, put all of our blood, sweat and tears into high the highest end animation that you can, you know, that you, hopefully that you can find in the NFT space. 
it doesn't mean that it's going to be better or more successful than anybody, frankly. Um, that was the first lesson we've learned coming into this space, into this, you know, into this, um, this landscape of NFTs is that that doesn't matter. But, um, but our plan is on, on that, um, that note of the quality of our animation, our intention is to be the highest quality storytelling brand of animation. Um, we're only going to get better. Like uh, even as the years go by, like Autodesk Maya improves every year, gives us more opportunities to do things quicker and at a higher level. Um, we're we're uh, discussing using Arnold Render system. That's like a, basically a proprietary Maya plugin now that is amazing and fast and and arguably easier and cheaper to use than Pixar's RenderMan. So we're always thinking of of ways of improving. Um, but as far as like judging art quality or style to somebody else's, I don't think any of that matters. Frankly, I think that's very you know clear to us. Um, it's really about the community and the following and the fans and um, and just the love, you know, bringing everybody together. Do you think in the near future that there is going to be full length movies and film released on the blockchain? Absolutely. Yeah. I remember hearing years ago that Kevin Smith. Um, big clerks fan um, was going to release his next film as a full NFT and sell it as an NFT. I don't know if that came to fruition um, or ever happened. Cause I remember hearing about that multiple years ago, but um, I do absolutely. I will like, I absolutely believe with every ounce of my being that that will be in the future of NFTs, full films, hopefully in um, we're getting ahead of the curve in the episodic sense of, of the NFT, which is how we're releasing our short film. But imagine if it was a live action film and it was it was more than just a shot. Maybe you can own like the first couple shots of a of an episode of um, of Arcane on Netflix. How phenomenal would that be? Like these are there are some amazing things coming out that would kill it in NFTs. And um, slowly they're, you know, they're pouring in. But um, yeah, I mean, could you imagine like, you know, sure, like Arcane or, you know, Family Guy and then you can own an episode. Are you kidding? That'd be phenomenal. And then in the larger sense a feature film. I mean, talk about like, like that would be, that'd be hundred like hundreds of million. I couldn't even imagine how many Ethereum's like a ninety minute real, like like amazing film would be. Like it would bring my interest, and then, you know, you could be co owners with people, and uh like the sky's the limit. The sky is absolutely the limit in that department. Yeah, for sure. I was thinking something along the lines of what happens if they have something like a, a virtual like Tribeca or Sundance Film Festival. And Ooh, you, can, yeah. you can put on your VR goggles. You could walk through a little film festival and you could go and you could view somebody's short films. Or if they had a virtual movie theater, like the old school movie theaters that I went to when I was a kid, and there were like eight little cinemas and you could go. And if you have the NFT, you get an entry pass and you could go watch somebody's independent film. I just think stuff like that would be so kick-ass. That is a phenomenal idea. And then not only is it phenomenal, but we're actually talking with somebody right now to show our short film when it's done, premiere it in a metaverse, in somebody's movie theater that they built. Um, it's very early in talks. We're trying to figure out the logistics. But yes, that is actually, you heard it here first. We are trying to do that kind of thing. And I'm hoping so many other people do too. Because like, yeah, you were basically creating a world and that world can absolutely hold short film festivals and film festivals and movie theaters and private movie theaters in somebody's mansion in the metaverse like uh like it, that would be amazing yeah so we're we're trying for that we are trying for that and so we're trying to play our film on a on on somebody's uh screen in in the metaverse that's our next step hopefully 
sounds really good. Just uh, break me off a little bit of those royalties for the idea there. <laughs> I got you, brother. I got you. So um, have you talked about doing any collaborations with any other projects? Yeah, um, very loosely. I mean, I've been in, in and out of a lot. I've probably like 10 spaces a day. Like I really go and I love talking about NFTs. I literally have my phone next to my chest with my hand on my mouse and my keyboard while I'm working on films for my full-time job, just talking in spaces, just brainstorming. And through those spaces, I mean, a lot of talented people, like um, like a wild amount of talented people per space. And I've gotten a few offers and I've also approached a few people to do collaborations. Um, one of the ones I'm most um, excited about is a few musician artists on the in the NFT world um, who could do like a music video that would be kind of um, chopped up like a chopped up trailer almost of Dr. Grimey, perhaps a trailer for the, for the second film, like a hype trailer. And we would need like, you know, one of those cinematic uh, songs. We were talking with a rapper, an R and B artist, a classical musician. Um, we're trying to gauge the feel. Um, but the, the main ones we have gotten the furthest with as far as discussion and conversation with that potential collaborator have been in the music department. So yeah, we, we're, we're trying and we'd love to do that more in the future as well. So do you feel a little bit more of pressure to raise your floor prices on a platform like Foundation because of the high commission fees? We do. And it really was a learning and humbling process. Um, the fact that we sold so quick and, um, and higher than we planned on it when we first decided to get into NFTs really threw us off. And not only that, the fact that we had three competing bidders was really exciting. Um, but I think we, we our, our plan was to gradually raise our floor price until our main, like our main hype piece, which is this grandiose shot of Dr. Grimey. And it's called the introduction to Dr. Grimey. It's the first, I'm losing you a little bit again, Grimey. Did we lose him again? Yeah, it sounds like we might have. All right, I'm going to put you down and bring you back up, Grimey. I can't really hear you. I, I, uh, I set an alarm and every time the alarm comes off because I haven't had a chance to shut it off for this space, it it like messes with my mic for some reason. So I, I just turned it off. I don't think that should happen again. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. Um, so yeah, we've been trying to gradually build the floor price to our grand NFT, which is basically like the most iconic moment of the short film. It's, it's this grandiose shot climbing up, posting up a um like this gothic steampunk staircase to show dr grimy's reveal and we really want to hype up uh that nft with some predecessing nfts that um kind of build the story up to that point and so i think we got ahead ahead of ourselves throwing up dr grimy's um uh a premiere experiments which is our current one for sale on foundation which which how serendipitous it's Cyber Monday. We just we just knocked it down and gave everyone an opportunity to, to uh, you know, put a bid on that at a at a sale price at a deducted price. And uh, and then 
you know, we're going to just kind of release some animation cells and a couple of these Dr. Grimey multiverse cards and build up to this, this, this big release of Dr. Grimey's introduction. Cause that's like the foie gras of our film. I really feel like that, that sh we made a really beautiful shot of, um, of his introduction. So our plan is to you know, just stay humble, stay grateful, uh, for the success that we've had so far. And, um, and even if that Dr. Grimey, which I think is a, a mentality that all NFT artists, you know, should have is that if they really have a prized possession piece and they're selling, you know, like series and series, like, you know, multiple pieces, there are your babies and there are the ones that, you know, are, you know, you put a lot of work into. But if you really believe that this is like that this one piece you really want to build up to, let it be, let it sit there for the price that you want it to sit at. It could be sitting up there for a month or two months for a year for all we're concerned, but this Dr. Grimey is going to be the most grandiose assets that we are going to have available in this film. I think um, it's definitely, it's our favorite shot and it's the, and there's only going to be one introduction to Dr. Grimey because if we're like three years later and we're four films deep into Dr. Grimey, Dr. Grimey is our brand. He's our, our, he's our icon. He's our mascot of this entire brand and world we've built. And he can only have one introduction, you know? So we're going to continue to re release many, many scenes of the film after uh, we put Dr. Grime, the, the introduction to Dr. Grimey on foundation. But um, our hopes are to raise the floor to, to, you know, set a precedent for that specific shot coming out. So I hope you guys check that out. We'll definitely be posting and um, letting you guys know when we do release that. If anybody wants to come up to the speaker box, just uh, raise your hands. I'll get you up here if you want to ask some questions. Dr. Grimey. Um, if not, I have a couple more for him. Um, but absolutely, don't be shy. Feel free to raise your hand and just talk to him and pick his brain a little bit. So, yeah, all right, we got Molina coming up. Oh, Molina, is that the diamonds? Is that the right Molina I'm thinking of? Yes. Hi, Dr. Grimey. Hi, how are you, Melina? How's it going, girl? Good. I how, am so how happy. How are the diamonds doing? Oh, they're doing well. I'm still working on my project, getting my ducks in a row, but I'm just so excited for your project. I want to be a part of it, and I want to know how do people who maybe can't afford the foundation uh, NFTs be a part of your community? Um, as far as like a, as an ownership, like I said, the um, two other pillars we have, the animation cells are going to be our medium leveled asset and our cheapest, most like fun and collectible asset will be those persona cards of Dr. Grimey's multiverse. Our first uh, one is on OpenSea, um, but we've just put it up for display for essentially window shopping for the time being because we want to release a bunch for everybody to kind of like choose and and figure out which one is their favorite and which one I, they identify with the most um so we have we're gonna have a, f a few coming out before the new years we're gonna have santa coming out soon santa dr grimy 420 dr grimy i think will be our next one um so keep an eye on those if you really want to get into that collective kind of vibe with the dr grimy fam because um yeah we're definitely very aware that uh we treat our short film like our baby but we want you guys to be um, involved. So keep an eye out for the multiverse. Thank you so much. Definitely turning my notifications on on your Twitter. Thank you. Thank you, Melina, and good luck with everything. So I saw on your website that you're giving away raffle tickets. Can you? Yes. Oh, 
Yeah, thank you so much for reminding me of that. With every NFT that you win, whether it's uh, OpenSea or Foundation, you get a package, a collector's package. And I, I completely cr didn't cross my mind to mention, because um, we didn't even get deep enough into the actual people who have won the bids. Um, we've designed a pre-production package. This package is an email from our email address on, on Gmail, uh, grimy.animation at gmail.com. If you guys ever want to reach out. Um, it's on our, also, also you can reach any of our, um, social medias at drgrimy.com. We just got our website, um, established along with our .eth. We have, we own drgrimy.eth as well, making big moves lately. Um, but if you want to, um, uh, if you win a bid, you get one raffle ticket that at the end of the, once the entire short film was released, we're going to pick, um, one person who gets a free nft a special like one of one nft of dr grimy um along with this pre-production package that comes with a whole slew of jpegs and even movies of early camera like cinematography um uh passes that we had on very very early renditions of the dr grimy film that have been like not seen by anybody um so that's the email that you will immediately get as soon as you win a bid um, and it doesn't matter what pillar that you win, even if you're even if you win a um, a Dr. Grammy multiverse card or a scene from the short film itself, it doesn't matter. You get a raffle ticket and you get an email personally from me um, with a bunch of pre adult pre-production um, movies and MP4s and also JPEGs of like um, all the character designs that Dr. Grammy could have looked like. Um, so, yeah, stay stay tuned for those also. Are you guys hiring voice actors to do the voices in your little short films? Or are you <laughs> no, I'm, I'm actually, it's actually all me. I am Grummy and I am Dr. Grimy. Um, I can give you a little Dr. Grimy right here. Uh, I was just doing it for the um, Dr. Grimy's premiere um, experiment that we just released. But essentially, it's like a very big buildup, like a grandiose belly laugh. <laughs> 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 that's a little Dr. Grimy for you. A little short sneak peek. All right. That's <laughs> do, do you practice that in the mirror? <laughs> I think I think it just came naturally. I do uh, impressions for my friends sometimes. So we, I just chose a voice that was fun to do that looked like it would come out of his mouth. And um, I think I did my first lip sync test to my voice like a year or two ago. And it just fit. It just cracked my friends up. And, and I just kept pushing it. So, yeah. It's so much fun to do. I love, love doing his voice. So I so saw you got, uh, as you were just talking about, you got the ENS registry for the uh, drgrimy.e. Now, do you think it's important for NFT projects to register their .eth address in order to stop people from possibly scamming their community? I mean, it's all down to what your roadmap is and how long you want to, you want that specific brand and series of artwork to live because it's not cheap to get your .eth. Like we invested money in it. Um, we're like, we're here to stay. We're not messing around with, you know, a short film and a couple of foundation NFTs. We're here to stay for many years to come. And that was a, I think that was an, a necessity of, of an, of an investment to make um, with the roadmap that we have coming in the future. As far as its potential, we're learning about that every day, just like we are about this NFT landscape as a whole. Um, it is definitely like an express way for people to send you money 
instead of uh, copying and pasting your wallet. That's really cool. Um, ideally, we would love to be able to have our community type into the web, any web browser, drgrimey.eth, and it to forward to our main uh, address. But we have not, I don't think the potential right like yet is there. Um, I've seen, I've actually hunted down personally a bunch of people who use .eth for their Twitter handle and checked if they're utilizing their .eth in that way. Um, and nobody seems to be able to redirect a website using .eth. I haven't seen a single one. I've seen some rumors on Reddit, some potential directions and instructions. None of them seem to stick, but we'd love that to work in the future. That's our plan. Um, but just having that opportunity. Now that we have it, it's done. Like we own it and, you know, we have a three-year contract with it and we're going to renew it after that. And, um, and yeah, we, we, you know, the world, you know, the, the sky's the limit with that because it's essentially like getting your own, being an artist and like getting your own website before somebody else in, you know, some other part of the States grabs, grabs it with the same, like with your name or, or, a, or a rendition of your name. Um, it's just like that. And, it, and I think that directly correlates with how long you want to be in it. Because right now, .eats, I don't think, are the most important thing. Absolutely not. Um, but the potential and the future of the NFT world, if you plan on being in this landscape a long, long time, the .eth is very relevant. And uh, I, I totally um, support getting it if you um, have a long roadmap ahead of you and plan on being in this NFT community for a long time. So that's where we came off and decided to make that move. Have you or anybody in your team, uh, have you guys attended any NFT conventions? No, but we are in uh, talks with uh, NFT uh, LA, I believe they're, it's called. It's happening in, next to May. Um, and uh, so we're LA-based, so that would just be like a perfect fit. And uh, and we're considering, I mean, it's many, many months away from now. And with, you know, the you know, the, the COVID variations, who knows if it's going to still be a thing, but um, we're hoping and we're hoping to be, you know, more engaged, you know, physically as the world opens up. Um, we would love to, because I'm, ironically, I'm from New York, but I wasn't in New York for NFT NYC. And the, the amount of relationships and friendships I've been like, that have grown since then, I hop into random spaces and I'm like, and people are saying like, yo, like this and that, like, I, I remember meeting you and having a drink and the, like, oh, we would love that. Absolutely love that. And um, and we're hoping to be part of those, you know, live events in the future for sure. Sorry, Dustin, I spoke over you. Did you have something to say? Yeah, it's no worries. One of the things in the dot ETH, you can actually use those to, as a custom URI for redirecting your metadata for your NFTs. So whenever it pops up, it'll have that drgrimy.eth. I always attach the string on it. Oh, I was. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, we'll look into that for sure. Yeah, we did. We are we're learning every day about this .dot eth thing. There's, I feel like the even the the capabilities of a dot of the .dot eth aren't even known or exist yet. Like in the like as time goes by, I think .dot eth is going to have a lot more use cases and um, a whole lot more to do with the value of that of the artist who you know chooses to get their .dot eth. So yeah, there's a lot of things, and I we even realized. Maybe it took us like two days after we got the .eth that they actually send you to open, uh, send you at OpenSea a little .eth NFT that says .drgrimy.eth, and it's an NFT with you know a blue check mark, and it's like to commemorate your purchase and your ownership of it. So, and we didn't even know that that was going to happen. <laughs> so we got an NFT out of it, and uh, yeah, we're just learning every day. So yeah, thank you for the uh, the wisdom. We'll definitely look into that.
even worse. Yeah, it's crazy how many people. <laughs> well, I think actually there's they you can buy the .eth as NFTs without registering, can't you? Like on OpenSea. Oh, I'm not sure. It honestly just popped into our collection. Like we didn't even do anything to do it to 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 transfer it or put it in our wallet. I think it's just because the .eth has our wallet and our wallet's connected to our OpenSea and our foundation. I'm not sure why it didn't pop into our foundation. I decided to do OpenSea. But we looked at our open scene. We had an extra NFT that we just were never, you know, we never certainly never bought. And it was our Dr. Grimey.eth NFT. And it's, yeah, it's a great way to commemorate and uh, does definitely make us feel more involved in that .eth community. Because, um, yeah, I feel like we definitely get like a couple like head nods of like, yo, another .eth, um, you know, Twitter Twitter handle and this and that. And uh, the, the community is definitely growing. You see a lot more .eths every day. Well, now the, the ENS token is being traded on Coinbase. So um, not financial advice, anybody, but in the past three weeks, it's like 3X. So yeah, it, it, I, I was looking into that. You can you can only trade it, though. You Can you buy it now? I got an email about how you can trade it, but not buy it. I'm not really sure. It looks like I could buy it on Coinbase right now. I'm staring at it. Oh, I will maybe look into that then. Thank you. It has a... Uh, 63% buying trend. So uh, just throwing it out there. Very nice. Thank you for the heads up. So um, where where did you come about with the name Dr. Grimy? I know he, he looks kind of grimy, but was there like some sort of inside joke that, you know, spawned a character's name or is it just something that kind of came organically? That's funny. I actually, nobody has asked that yet. Um, so we're from, we're, I'm, I mean, now we're all not, we aren't all from. I'm the only one from New York City in the in the in the group, and I named Dr. Grammy myself. Um, like I said, I'm a New Yorker. I'm an East Coaster. Grew up in New York City, and growing up in New York City, there's a lot of interesting slang, <laughs> like being shook and being grimy, and uh, like you know the way you give a handshake is a little different. The way they make a little egg and cheese is different. If you know, if any East Coasters are out there, if you know what I mean. And grimy is a word that we would use with our friends. You're being stingy. You're being mean. You're being you're being just rude or grimy. Like. It's just that one of those just those adjectives you can just kind of feel. Um, and it and I've been saying it probably since I was like 11 years old um, and never used it as a name. But um, I was thinking of adjectives of evil and, and Dr. Evil and scientists and uh, just villainy, villainous adjectives. And I was like, let's just go back to the roots. Like, this is a word I've used forever. And, and you say Dr. Grimey and you look at his face and I just felt like it fit. And that's where it came from. Yeah, that's it's just like a very early New York City slang. That's where it came from. Yeah, we always used to say over here that somebody's on the grime. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. So uh, pretty cool, man. I uh, really dig your project. Um, if anybody has any questions or comments or wants to come up and just say hi, Feel free to raise your hand. Uh, we got a few more minutes left before we wrap up. So anybody that wants to talk, now's the time. And while we're waiting, um, yeah, just keeping uh, keep a lookout for um, the next three shots of the film will be coming out. It's going to be releasing some information about the short film, even if y'all don't collect just you know, keep an eye on like, you know, the progression of the journey, which is fun. I mean, it's free. <laughs> you don't need to pay anything to watch to watch them. So um, always feel free to go to foundation, go to my website, drgrammy.com. Very simple. 
and uh, basically just keep in touch with those those episodes. And we're going to be given a couple Easter eggs and um, and kind of hints to where the next film's going, which we're really excited about. And um, and yeah, and uh, yeah, also keep in touch with those uh, any questions or any collabs. Uh, grimy dot animations at gmail dot com. Uh, always feel free to touch even after this this uh, space is done. So for somebody that is just getting into NFTs, what's a mistake that you've made that you could warn them against making? Ooh, good question. That I've not gotten as a question yet. There's so much, man. There's so, so much. I mean, the biggest learning curve was like we were like I'm I was more as a, like personally as just like a, not even as an artist or um, an artist on Dr. Grammy specifically. I'm a little bigger on Instagram than I ever was on Twitter. I, I never even really had a Twitter account. Um, I, I got my name just so, so nobody steals it, but I have never made a post on Twitter until I got Dr. Grimey on Twitter. Um, so going to those spaces and making friends and um, just soaking up that wisdom and like that humbling kind of advice that you get from everybody who's been into this for like a, a, a couple of years now, um, that's been the biggest help. Um, but, and that's kind of helped us avoid a lot of problems that are like that we would have potentially regretted. Um, but I mean, right now for a new NFT artist, there's really no wrong answers because all those mistakes are going to make you so much stronger of a business person, um, and an artist, because like people forget that like an NFT artist is not just an artist. It's a sin, it's a synonymous, like a synonymous phrase for an artist who now is their own manager. And there is no middleman. There is no, you know, person, you know, taking that money off the top. Like you basically have to be your own businessman. And and sometimes when you're teaching yourself about business, you're going to make mistakes and and become better at it only because you made those mistakes. So right now we're really early. I don't think we've had enough potential and enough time to like really ruin ourselves. Um, I'd say we were a little loose on our expectations for how much work was put into every frame of this film and every, you know, brushstroke of like designing these characters and designing the grimy labs and, and how to put a price on that. Because our, our only intention was to like send this to like the Annie's or send this to some independent film festivals and just have people love the story. And now you're put in a predicament when you decide to make it an NFT, a brand of NFT, like this, this world, you have to decide what your price points are going to be. And, um, we've, we've had a lot of people come up to us and basically calling us like absolutely nuts for selling it as cheap as we are. And, um, and that's been an existential funk of like, who do we listen to? Um, like there is a lot more work that goes into, Every grimy NFT, then it then the whoever puts in the work of an ape or a CryptoPunk. I mean, that's just a factual, statistical fact. But that doesn't mean that they're going to make more. So there lies, you know, a predicament where you have to kind of reevaluate your worth and how um, how willing you are to be like stubborn and just leave that up there, even if like nobody's going to buy it for a couple weeks or months, and uh, stay true to your to your worth. Um, I think that's been the biggest growth and progression of, of the, you know, a category that we're learning like the most in day by day. Um, so 
that's why we kind of hopped on and gave an opportunity for other collectors with our two other pillars. That's kind of like our little backstep of a maybe um, something that we would have liked to change before we got into this of like planning that out um, a little like a little earlier of planning out like a cheaper level and a medium a medium uh, financial level of owning these assets um, because we really are figuring that out and sometimes you got to put you know a price that you know is worth all like the bachelor's degree in fine arts event in current animation like all these years put in and uh, we've never crossed a road where you've needed to put a price on an actual like frame of the film or scene of the film so i'd say like before you get into it just stick to your guns and um and just be humble for whoever puts their money out there to support your art um but yeah i'd say that's the biggest i wouldn't say we have any big regrets frankly but i'd say the one thing i wish we knew more about and thought about more was just our self-worth compared to the landscape of how other people are selling their stuff All right, we got Joe coming up. What's up, Joe? Hey, what's going on, guys? What's going on? Not much. You have anything for Dr. Grimer? Well, I just got on, so let me catch up first. Oh, well, you missed only 58 minutes worth of an interview, so you should be all right. You're all good, man. If you ever want to ask any questions, always feel free to shout out. We always have people reaching out with questions and um, seeing what's coming up. So, yeah, we got, we're got on Twitter, Instagram. You can catch us at grimy.animations at Gmail, um, even after the space is done. So feel free, bro. Not a problem. I was just breaking your balls a little bit, Joe. Yeah, no. <laughs> I know. I know. I <laughs> know. Yeah, so So um, Dr. Green, what's what's the next what's the next move? What's the next step for you? The next big step is the the second short film we're going to be making. Um we don't want to spoil too much, but um you know this whole brand is based around Dr. Grimey and his short film that we're selling scene by scene on Foundation and you know the big leap is uh making that sequel maybe like you know really expanding this story and this world out to new characters, new adventures, new inventions. We're going to be messing with evil weaponry, new monsters, time travel, bringing back some cavemen and messing around with them. Um, we're going to be doing some wild, wild stuff. Um, so that's all going to be based around, you know, the next chapter, and that's going to be the second film. That's beautiful. I think it's really important what you said before, um, as far as trusting your gut. I think a lot of people second guess themselves too much, not just with art, but with a lot of stuff. And I think if you don't take a chance and you don't take a risk, you're never going to know if it's going to work. So I think that's super important. I think that's a really strong message that you made when you said that. Yeah, I agree, man. I mean, you could be an artist for a while. I mean, I've been an artist my entire life and, you know, started just drawing and gradually going to college and learning how to animate. And, um, even with my career, I'm like 10 years deep into feature film uh, work, into the feature film industry. Um, I, you know, I 
I go into an interview and know what price to, you know, request hourly because I know my worth on an hourly rate and depending on the company, sometimes an annual rate. But when it, when you really break it down into this um, micro ga- gallery um, etiquette where you're selling these little um, digital pieces of art in an, in an independent individual way, it's, it brings up a whole new existential kind of point perspective of like what you're worth in these little moments of your artistic journey. Like this may just be um, a screen cap uh, commemorating a short film, or this even may, may be a five second, 10 second animation NFT. Um, but what does that even you know mean at the end of the day? You have to really decide that and most importantly, stick to it and don't be, you know, distraught by the time it takes to sell. Like we are still so young and it just takes one retweet. That's why I keep hearing. It takes one retweet. That's all your one retreat away from selling that NFT to finding the right buyer. Um, this is not, um, this is not a mathematical, you know, kind of algorithm where there are right answers. This is art. This is the, that all the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And if you find the right collector, somebody who's really into like the golden age of animation is looking for somebody whose passion is animation and film and storytelling. Um, we're eventually going to find, you know, those kind of buyers and we're in no rush. And the only rush we're in is just to build more of a community and, um, and find a following. And that's why we're stretching, you know, our outreach to these other pillars of assets of NFTs and the, that we're, you know, getting out in the future is because, you can find your worth, but even with your worth, I mean, like, in a sense, like money isn't even the issue at that point. We want like fans, like there's nothing more valuable than that moment that you jump into a space and you double look and you double, you double take. And you're like, is that guy using a Dr. Grammy profile picture on his Twitter account? Like the day that that comes, like, oh, that is going to be worth more than any NFT can give us here at the Grammy labs. And, um, and yeah, yeah, man, it's just, uh, you just got to figure that out just as an artist and as a human. Yeah, so, uh, oh, we got Aiden here. Aiden's coming on up. Our cross-country driver. How's it going, guys? How's it going, Dr. Grimey? I'm glad I, I made it. I, I'm not sure if I'm late or just reached the end of it. Um. But I'm glad I got here. Welcome, brother. Thanks for making it, man. Yeah, man. I, I thanks for thanks for coming, bro. I out of all the NFT projects in the world, dude, yours is like top three for sure. Oh like, man, you for just real. made our week, bro. For, for, for freaking in terms of quality of work, like on a whole different level. This is like tier top tier stuff i'm I'm really happy for you man this is super cool super cool thank you for the support man i have a question for Doug. yeah what's up so have you had any odd or different perspectives come your way so far because you know with video like of course with art everyone sees it in a different perspective but when it comes to videos i feel like that adds extra um, perspective and uh, analysis to it when it comes to it. So have you had any odd or different perspectives come to you and say, hey, I see it from this 
vision and you know to me it's different no no we haven't had any um kind of uh yeah different like opinions on the actual art or the storytelling or the way um you know we're, we're telling the story in particular um but as far as feet on the topic of feedback a big turning point was communicating with our first buyer and getting like and that's like a real kind of turning point of 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 talking to somebody who invested in your artwork and has things to say and um, i think that brings up a topic of like of everybody should like really just be in touch you don't take everything you know to heart because you know you are the artist at the end of the day but feedback is important and you want to hear what your community is saying um and especially your buyers because they're actually putting their hands on their wallets and giving them to you to support your artwork um but as far as like going into a casual space and somebody kind of um giving a critique or their opinion on how they would change um our our vision or visuals or storytelling we haven't come into contact with that yet um but we're excited to you know always hear critiques like our literally our day-to-day life in the animation industry is just all critiques. <laughs> so we are very thick skinned. Um, we know when to make a change and when not to. It is literally our job. Um, so yeah, we're looking forward to the future of that. But as of yet, we have just really um, soaked in a lot of appreciation and a lot of love, luckily. Very cool. So we're at the top of the hour. I guess we're going to wrap things up. Um, it's crazy how it's been an hour we've been talking this no way absolutely yeah, that's good. they go they go pretty quick um, hey dr grimy just wanted to jump in before i have a chance my brother-in-law is a, a producer down in la and i i just uh, hearing you speak reminds me a lot of him and i love hearing that you and your coworkers, your crew of people that go on several product you know projects together that you guys are doing a passion project together. I'm just, I, I hope you do well and I'm going to follow you and um, stay involved with the, uh, with the project you're working on. But I, I just think you did an amazing uh, AMA and you definitely spoke very clear and captivated us for an hour without even seeming like you were running late on material. So good job. Uh, one of my favorite AMAs of the year. Thank you so much, brother. I appreciate the support. We'll definitely be in touch. I'll give you that follow too. Yeah. So anybody here uh, that wants to check out his website, it's drgrimey.com. That's D-R, not the word doctor spelled out. So D-R-G-R-I-M-E-Y.com. You can check out his pieces on foundation. It's foundation.app slash at grimy underscore animation. Thanks for coming out, man. Appreciate the time. It was very gracious to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much for this opportunity, Elon and Astro uh, and Chronic, dude. Like, I really appreciate your time and just um, just supporting, you know, just a small collective of artists like us. Like, it's, you know, it took us, you know, a long, it felt like it took us a long time just to get enough, like, respect to just have our own AMA. So I had so much fun doing this. Can't wait to be at your next space and just kick it with you guys and um, have a great night. Thank you so, so much. And all the listeners, I appreciate your time. Yeah, man, don't be a stranger. We do these Monday through Friday. So if you ever see us on uh, on Twitter Spaces here, feel free to jump in. You know, we uh, we talk afterwards too. So whenever you want to stop by, you're more than welcome. Absolutely. Looking forward to it, guys. Thank you again.